Ryan Fowler. There we go. I don't think I was on, was I? That's what I, I was listening. I was like, something doesn't sound quite right. That's all right. That's all right. Welcome in. Good morning. We can start over. It's all right. Leave the music right where it is. We'll pot it down and get it going. Welcome in. Good morning. Good afternoon. This is Cup of Joe. Midday Madness on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Joe Gaither, Sub Shirey, hanging out with you guys this morning. I want to say thanks to Martin and Xavier Houston. We're getting the day going with the Martin Houston show. You heard them weekdays, 6 until 7. You got Inside the Locker Room with and Barry Sanderson from 7 to 9, and our man Gary Harris just wrapped up the Gary Harris Show back in the saddle today, feeling good from 9 to 11. I'll be with you till noon. We'll pass it to Big Noon Sports. Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, and Christian Miller will have Ryan. Well, no, I'll be with you on the game today. I'm filling in all week long for Ryan Fowler. He's a scouting offensive lineman. Don't worry, he's finding the meanest, nastiest, smelliest offensive lineman to come in and play for our Alabama Crimson Tide. You know, offensive line and food is Ryan, Fa- Ryan, Ryan Fowler's specialty. He's out there uh, filling his week with both. So you'll have me on the game from 2 until 6. We'll do a little bit of uh, Trent Richardson on the ropes and Chuck Oliver at 10 o'clock to shut it on down. So stay with us. We'll be live and local all day long on Tide 100.9. You can download the Tide 100.9 app. It's the best way to stay with us and uh, keep up with all your Alabama Crimson Tide news. You can jump in and join the show on the Twitter machine at Tide 109, at Joe Gaither 6, at Septimus underscore 44. Send us your comments, questions, queries and complaints and as always you can jump in and join us on the Derek Daniel State Farm Hotline at 205-342-9904 Derek Daniel proudly presents the program you can see him for all your home life and auto insurance needs. I know all you uh, college students about to get, make your college plans for the next semester. You need renter's insurance. Sep, you're not in college anymore. No, well, you're a graduate. Big Sep is graduate. But uh, maybe you do need renter's insurance depending on where you, where, where you uh, land your next steps, my man Sep. So call Derek Daniel at 205-758-3391. He and his son are, are recovering beautifully from their car accident. Uh, I saw some Derek Daniel got active on the grill pretty recently. So, uh, 
I think he uh, is on the men very well. So I appreciate everybody uh, thinking and praying for Derek and Caden as they have uh, they, they underwent their car accident, uh, car accident, what, two weekends ago? Two weekends ago, they got crunched. And so it's very good that they had uh, insurance. And so you need insurance as well for in, in case that happens to you. Goodness gracious, Derek told me three, uh, the, the, the driver that hit him came through three stoplights. So we always think about, look, Seth, I always think I'm not going to get it wrecked because I'm not going to drive and hit somebody. But you never know when somebody's going to hit you. So that's why you need the uh, the insurance to be to be up to date. And Derek Daniel can take care of that for you at uh, 1214 McFarland Boulevard Northeast, right across the river as you're heading into Northport. My man, Derek Daniel, taking care of all your home life and auto insurance needs. All right, what are we going to do? What are we going to do today? We're going to look. Came in, didn't have anything on my list. Spend some time digging, researching. I got a big list now. We got a fun list. All right. So one, we, we've got a lot of we got a lot of sports topics to talk about, and I'm also going to introduce the game that we're going to play on Ryan Fowler's show on the game today. Uh, do we do game first or topics first? Sep, thought, three, two, one. Um, I mean, what topics? All right, perfect. Perfect. Just dive right into it. Yeah, perfect. All right. Topics on my list. I got Bama baseballs moved up to number ten in the RPI uh, after beating uh, after beating Texas uh, Texas A and M this weekend. I got Doc Rivers fired. He's lost ten. 10 game sevens. Doc Rivers fired. He, he's blown the most 3-1 leads and 3-2 leads in NBA history. Doc Rivers fired uh, along with Monty Williams, along with Mike Budenholzer. The NBA has been getting rid of everybody if they have a championship aspiration. So Doc, Doc is fired. I got Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, look, um, Five, 10, 12, eight years ago, I disagreed with Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams recently came out and said I, he did not need Aaron Rodgers to be an all-pro. Used to be uh, when Devontae Adams was a rookie, I, I was in the camp of, oh, Rodgers is making Adams, Rodgers is making Adams. But really, it's just however I can disparage the Green Bay Packers as much as possible. Uh, but no, Devontae Adams didn't need Rodgers. Dude, he had to look up his numbers last year. All-pro all, all pro number, all, all pro numbers last year for the Las Vegas Raiders. We'll see if, they can, if he can keep it going year number two out there in Vegas with Jimmy Garoppolo. He no longer has his best friend Derek Carr, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. We also have Aaron Judge cheating allegations. Aaron Judge yesterday smacking a big old home run, uh, looking over into the dugout, looking over to the first baseline, looking over somewhere in between pitches, uh, caught the eyes of the cameras and caught the suspicions of the people. So we'll talk about that as well. What you got? First off, I just want to say Devontae Adams is shorter than I thought he was. He's only 6'1". But also, he basically, I mean, depending on how you want to judge it, might have had his best season of his career last year. He had uh, over 1,500 yards receiving. He averaged over 15 per reception. He had 14 touchdowns. He had 100 receptions. I mean, great year. Absolutely, and then the other, the, the last topic that's on my to, uh, on my list is uh, Mr. Trey Johnson. Trey Johnson, number one overall recruit in the twenty twenty four basketball recruiting class. You guys know I love my Bama hoops. Well, Trey Johnson uh, announces Alabama as one of his six six final schools. Uh, it, it's still still alive for his recruitment. You gonna tell me we can get the number one overall player in the twenty twenty four class? I will die and go to heaven right now. Honestly, Nate Oates, I love you. Nate Oates, continue, please. Whatever. Do you, do you need a pint of my blood to make this happen? I, whatever you need, you got it for me. Uh, I don't have much to offer Nate Oates or Trey Johnson, but whatever I can offer them is theirs. They can have it. They, you need to live in my house for a little bit. I'll move out. Y'all can, can just have it rent-free. I'll pay the rent on it. Y'all just, just come to Tuscaloosa and give me a year's worth of, uh, of, of basketball fun. 
I'll, I'll be your unpaid personal Uber driver. I need, I'm not an, even an Uber driver. Anytime you need someone to drive you anywhere, it's, I can offer that. I mean, come on. That's that's huge. So Trey Johnson announced that uh, Alabama was one of the finalists along with, of course, Arkansas and Kentucky, uh, Kansas, Texas, and Baylor as well. So those are his final six schools. Uh Texas, uh, quasi-SEC school. So, um, hey, you, you, either way you look at it, he's got a good chance of playing in the SEC. Please, dear Lord, do not let him over uh, in Arkansas. Do not let him over with the Walton money. If he goes Please. to Arkansas, I'm going to barf. Please. Like, you can go to Kentucky. Jeff, Like we have a friendly adversarial relationship. We want to beat you, but I respect you, Kentucky. Like, Arkansas... I have no respect for you. I have no love. It's it's all dirty Walmart money. It's all dirty Tyson chicken money. And look, I'm all about the athletes getting their money. But I also get to play the fan and say, bleep you, Walmart. Bleep you, Tyson messing with us. Uh, so, so, so Trey Johnson, anywhere but Arkansas. Please, anywhere but Wu-Pig-Suey. They have too many players. I mean, they seemingly land every transfer in the known universe. You know, obviously, Eric Musselman, the importer. Uh <laughs> But, yeah, Kentucky would make – Kentucky, I mean, it would suck, but it would make sense. Right, I mean, right. Kentucky, Cal. Kentucky gets the best recruits. Perfect. Yeah, sure. that, that, that lines if, up. If he goes to Arkansas, I'm going to barf. He just – they have too many players as it is. You hit, the, you, 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 hit a, you hit something about Arkansas that really I haven't discussed at all this year, and I haven't heard – be put out too much. How many guys, okay, this is, I should have prepped this ahead of time, but you know how conversations go. Arkansas, Arkansas recruiting uh, transfer portal. That's what I want. Arkansas transfer portal, because I want to know how many dudes transferred out of Arkansas, because with how much, how active transfer portal. Yeah. Fun to talk and type at the same time. Arkansas, how many guys transferred out of Arkansas? Uh, because Eric Musselman, exactly like you said, was in on every transfer E transfer portal E. And to do that, you've got to push guys out of the uh, out of the system um let's see that's 2023 okay i've got uh makai mitchell coming in uh the uh, no, darian ford going to, to vanderbilt let's see this might be this might be not not the correct correct year i'm looking at 24 seven but, but my point is my point is how can you trust eric musselman how can you trust eric musselman who says hey sub shiree i like you out of, out of high school you're a high school junior senior sophomore you want i want to make you an arkansas razor back here's your scholarship and now you're a freshman and you were fine but not amazing uh sorry you got to go in the transfer portal because i like this transfer from wichita state better than you and i want he's going to be coming in like eric musselman was that a Rothstein nickname, or did you just make that up? It was Roth. It's Eric. It's uh. It's John Rothstein's. Okay, well done. Tagline well, well, well done, Rothstein, because that is that is right to the core. The importer. I will say this too, though. You were looking at. I saw what you were looking at, uh, and you were looking at Mikel Mitchell. He's leaving because of the transfers. They oh. literally are already having guys that were recruited to Arkansas in the first place leave. I mean, and these are you know not scrubs. This is a three-star center. And he's, you know, leaving because they have so many guys coming in. One of the big guys that I forgot about until this conversation sprung up is uh, Traymond Mark from Houston. A tremendous player is transferring into Arkansas this year. And he's one of many. There's, I mean, L. Ellis, you got a guard from uh, transferring in from Louisville, former four-star, and so many more. I mean, they just, they import guys like no one's business. All right, so I've got three at least. Uh, I, I've got a, uh, I've got Mikael Mitchell, I've got Darian Ford, and I've got a uh, Barry Dunning Jr. All, all have transferred out of Arkansas already this off season. And like, 
look, we know the transfer portal, how it goes. I, I, I know about you. You, you, you want to obviously use the transfer portal to your advantage, but it's dirty kicking guys out, in my opinion. I was going to say another guy, a big guy that was in the portal, former four-star guard Keon Menefield from uh, Washington, who I believe the Tide were in talks with a little bit, but he's another guy, Arkansas. Eric Musselman. Jeremiah Davenport, another guy, Cincinnati to Arkansas. Like, they just, they, that's what they do. They get guys in the portal, and it, like you said, why would you go there as a recruit out of high school, truly? Like, you have absolutely no guarantee that you're, you're going to have any type of role. You know, you could think that you're slated to start one year and then, boom, they bring someone in and all that work was just to play off the bench. Right. here And here's your previous. I got I got here. Here's what I wanted to see. Here's a, a, a bunch of other players who have transferred out of Arkansas. Connor Vanover, uh, Desi Sills, K.K. Robinson, Jackson Robinson, Chance Moore. I'm not going to say that name. Abayomi Ayola. I am going to try to say that name. Abayomi Ayola. Uh, Justice Hill, Ethan Henderson, and Reggie Chaney. That's all, all during the Eric Musselman time. So, like, he's showing you exactly who he is. Exactly who he is. If, if, if he can replace you in an offseason, you're gone. Bye-bye. And that's exactly Eric Musselman style. So, uh, all this uh, all this <laughs> coming out of the uh, the, tr- the Trey Johnson news uh, and announcing Alabama as one of the six finalists. Please, Trey, anywhere. Look, you want to go to Kansas? Cool. You want to go to Texas? That stinks, but cool. You want to go to Baylor? All right, whatever. Anywhere but Arkansas, please. Any, any of these five schools, preferably Alabama. Come on, man. I, we will take care of you. I will praise your very, name. Very, 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 very preferably. Uh, yeah, I will, pra- I will praise your name from the highest of heaven. I mean, we're, we're not very high here on Skyland Boulevard. We're not like a mile mile high, but like as high as I can get and show me the, uh, I'll go over to Moundville. That's going to be like the, the highest point right here in this area and shout Trey Johnson's praises uh, if he comes to Alabama. The Woods and Water parking lot. Exactly, exactly. If he can come to Alabama. All right, so I'm going to introduce our game right here then we're going to hit our break and we'll get to these other topics the game for today and it's going to be what we play on the game with ryan fowler is going to be quite simple everybody uh, you know we didn't talk a whole lot of football yesterday uh just because you know golly football is kind of in, in his in his slower point at the moment but as i'm hosting for ryan today and we want to uh we want to uh, honor the game and keep the flavor of the show similar uh alabama football flavor seb shiree i'm gonna show it throw it at you first and then we'll open it up to the to the listeners you can call in and play jeff in tennessee's already called so he's gonna play when when he jumps on one game for your life one football game for your life you pick your starting quarterback but your options are only the five quarterbacks that are on the five scholarship quarterbacks, Bama Nick, the five scholarship quarterbacks who are on the Alabama Crimson Tide roster currently. Do you want Jalen Milrow, Ty Simpson, Tyler Buckner, Eli Holstein, or Dylan Lonergan to save your life? Which one do you want? Who do you who are you putting your you know your next Sep Shari? He's right at 23, 24 years old. Ideally, he's got 75, 85, 95 more years left in his life. Who's he going to put those 95 years left? Which hands are you going to put his, those 95 years left? He needs to win one game for your life. Who does Sep Shirey trust the most to save his life? You want to answer it now or on the other side, Sep? Uh, on the other side. Perfect. He's going to think about it for a little bit longer. You guys can think about it. Look. The quarterback debate has been wide open, and and I think that there's a lot. I think there's merit in. I think there's merit in. F- 
Okay, I think there's merit in all five. I do. But I was going to say three, but I do. You know, We'll throw the freshman in there because anything can happen. I think there's merit in all five answers. I personally feel like there's only one answer to save my own life. But... I think I can, I, you know, you, you play with the other four and, and you might win. You might, you might come out alive. You might, you might die, but you might come out alive. And we can make the case for all five. Uh, so we're going to do that throughout the day. The quarterbacks are our kind of, uh, you know, our, 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 ba- our, our children. So we're going to uh, do that on the other side. We'll answer Jeff in Tennessee's phone call. You guys can jump in on the Derrick Daniel State Farm hotline at 205-342-9904. If you want to play one game for your life or if you want to talk about Bama, Texas being announced at 6 p.m. Oh, so perfect. Perfect. ESPN, thank you. Well done. Way to correct last year's mistake of noon. <laughs> Big noon kickoff on Fox was awful last year. So we'll get into all these topics and more right here on Cup of Joe. This is Midday Madness on Tide 100.9. If you need insurance, like a good neighbor. Work is a part of all of us. Working drives us to push beyond what we thought was imaginable and allows us to come together again for the things that really matter. That's why the Alabama Department of Labor and the Alabama Career Center System is here to help you discover bigger opportunities than ever before. Visit your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. From our home base right here in Birmingham, Alabama. We are here treating patients from every generation across the United States and from around the world. As respected industry leaders, we are here working hard for you in an effort to provide you with excellence in sports medicine, excellence in research and education, and excellence in sports injury prevention. We are here for you, aggressively pursuing victory over injury. Learn more at andrewsportsmedicine.com. You've probably seen their clothing around town on game days, but check out Christopher Mobley on the Strip. It's luxury game day apparel redefined. It's the only place in town where you can find Todd Hoops apparel. Clothing designed for the modern day entrepreneur, golf enthusiast, and athleisure fanatic. They've got Peter Millar, Viore, Grayson, and Mizzenamain. And if you haven't tried the Mizzenamain dress shirts, you've got to. You can find them at 1410 University Boulevard on the Strip. Also, they've got a great e-commerce site at christophermobley.shop. So check out Christopher Mobley, luxury game day apparel redefined. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A mix of sun and clouds this afternoon, scattered showers and storms around through tonight. The high today 89, the low tonight 66. The weather not as hot tomorrow, partly sunny. A few spots could see a passing shower or storm. The high at 81. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 84 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. This is Cup of Joe Midday Madness. Some Shirey bringing the metal back in on a Tuesday. I mean, Tuesdays are kind of metal days anyways. Because, like, Monday stinks, and we all know that. But, like, Tuesday's that day that stinks that no one talks about. Because it's just like, 
you're not quite to half to halfway with Wednesday. Thursdays and Fridays are awesome. Wednesdays are cool because you are at that halfway point. I don't know. Tuesday in metal feels feels right. I appreciate that, Seth. Well, 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 well done. I, I don't want to be that guy right now, but that was definitely just alternative rock, smashing pumpkins. Uh, it's more... I, don't know, I don't know how many people would consider them metal. Okay, all right, that's fine. That's fair. I'll, I'll take that criticism. Uh, it, my rock is, like, softer than that. That's 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 closer to, like, you they, know. They, they, they towed the line between, like, you know, indie rock of the 90s and, like, grunge, like Nirvana. Right, right. When I think of, if I'd have known that was uh, Smashing Pumpkins, I would have gone more the grunge, right, because Billy Corrigan. You know, he's got the kind of, like, that nasally voice on him. Uh, I mean, he's good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, so welcome back. You get a cup of Joe. We've been talking about Bama baseball, Bama, Bama football against Texas at 6 p.m. We got a couple sports headlines that we've hit on also in the in the first segment. Uh, but we're playing a game today, one game for your life. Jalen Milrow, Ty Simpson, Tyler Buckner, Eli Holstein, or Dylan Lonigan. So Jeff in Tennessee, the aliens are pointing a laser beam at Earth, and you get to decide our starting quarterback. Hello. Hello. What's going on? What's going on? I was with that now that you got a quarterback 24 years old. He's going to live until he's 99. Is that what you're telling me? I'm telling you, Jeff, that the aliens are pointing. This is a hypothetical. We like to play games. Uh, I know you do. I, I realize that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So the hypothetical is you need to win a football game, one game, for your life, Jeff in Tennessee's life, and you can just choose your starting quarterback, but the only options are the five quarterbacks on the Alabama, the five scholarship quarterbacks on the Alabama roster. Do you want a Jalen Milrow, Ty Simpson, Dylan Lonigan, Eli Holstein, or Tyler Buckner to be your quarterback to save your life, Jeff? Well, if I had to pick one of those five, I'd probably pick Ty Simpson, I guess. There you go. Ty Simpson to save Jeff in Tennessee. He's in Tennessee, and I've seen his highlights, so. The other four, I could go more. I have no clue who they are, and every I've never heard of them. So, well, I mean, the only Tyson's the one I've heard of, because his daddy's a football coach. So, I'll uh, go with him. You know, I think he, I think he's a, I think he's a, a fine choice. I think he's going to be a good. Uh, well, I think he's going to be, he's going to be starting quarterback here. Why, why, why are we debating? I mean, I know y'all debated twenty four seven up there, over there, but I mean, the top, this is going to be starting quarterback. True. Mm, I'm not sure. I, I think Milrow. Oh well, well starting quarterback win the re, like in the uh, in November. I game one when they tried out game, game one, one against Mississippi State. The, the 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 MTSU Blue Raiders is going to be State. Yeah, it's going to be Jalen Milrow in my opinion. Well, you're wrong. So maybe so let's let's hope let's hope Big Saban has some sense and put Stiles in that there. If he ain't, if he ain't, he's going to be quarterback. Go if he ain't, he's get somebody else. I I definitely have yeah. been wrong before, Jeff. Well, yeah, he's been wrong. He was wrong last year in LSU and Tennessee and everything else. He's wrong plenty of times last year, so he needs to quit playing that song and get somebody in there good. He'll get him a defense, too. They may not have tackle this year. Well, I think the defense is going to be stronger, and tackling needs to be a focus, 100%, Jeff. We've really really struggled with the tackling, the fundamentals of tackling for two years now. And and one one finally ask you, will Montana Fouts be just win? No is is my strong guess. No, there's not. There's not been anything official put out yet, Jeff. But uh, I've got. Well, I, know sp- I hadn't seen anything. That's my why spies tell me. My spies tell me she's in a very large leg brace right now. So I, oh, I, I would say okay. no. Oh, well, I, I did not 
know that, but we're we're coming down to Tuscaloosa. We're gonna play play Central Arkansas Friday. We coming so okay. I, are you? Ca- oh, no, you are, are you coming? You know, I know I'll be working. Blue Raider Nation is coming. I'll be working. All right. Uh, well, you know if if Kentucky oh, y'all, y'all gets out, out of the region. All right, we See will. Out. All right, we will. Bye-bye, that Jeff. That's Jeff. If Kentucky gets out of that regional, what I was going to tell him, Seth, is uh, Kentucky going up to the Northwestern Regional up in Evansville, Evanston, Indiana, just north of Chicago, uh, just right, right outside of Chicago. Love you, Chicago. But but if Kentucky gets out of the Northwestern Regional, they're going to have to come down to Tuscaloosa to play in the Super Regional. So, Jeff, in Kentucky, you got two options. You can see MTSU get eliminated in the first weekend right here in Tuscaloosa because that's your alma mater. Then you can turn around the next weekend and see Kentucky eliminated right here in Tuscaloosa. And we'll all say roll tide and watch Montana Fouts and the girls go all the way to the uh, college, co- college World Series. And that's going to be, shoot, if these girls get the College World Series after the year that they've had and after the noise that we've had, and I know I've been a part of it. I agree. I accept responsibility. Uh, some of the noise uh, it, it has come out of Cup of Joe that the team has been a little underwhelming. Dude, if they go to the College World Series this year, I'll be doing backflips in the studio. I will, I will, I will be on my on my knees begging Patrick Murphy for forgiveness. And you should be too. You should be too because I've heard it from all of you. Oh, they can't hit. They can't hit. And trust me, I thought the same thing. Struggling with the clutch hit. Struggling to get that last that last hit that breaks open a game. You've seen it all year long. Oh, they're not consistent pitching behind Montana. You've seen it all year long. We, we've all been watching this team. But if they get to oh, College World Series, what does any of that matter? What does any of that matter if, if they get all the way to, to, to it's not Omaha, it's Oklahoma City. It's Oklahoma o- City. Yeah, yeah, Oklahoma City. Omaha is the Mints. Uh, it's Oklahoma City. So if they get Oklahoma City and you say, wow, they're one of the last eight teams playing, you got to give them a lot of props. You got to give them a lot of credit. And you got to give, give Patrick Murphy a lot of credit. He talked about how this team probably needed a longer runway than most teams have to take off. What seems like that long runway has been effective. I, look. Maybe it's my Bama arrogance. Maybe it's my crimson-colored glasses. But I'm fully expecting the tie to advance through this weekend. Sorry, uh, Long Island University, Central Arkansas, and MTSU. I know y'all had good seasons in your own in your own divisions and in your own conferences. But uh, no, we ought to wipe the floor with those three teams and then get to the Super Regional. Come on. It may be blustering arrogance, but I'm I'm confident uh, in our girls and our girls this weekend. Seth, let's get get back to our game real quick. My man Jeff talks about uh, Ty Simpson being his pick for one game for your life. And look, I think that there is merit. I think there's merit. Mm, Oh, gosh. I think there's merit for all four, all five quarterbacks, really. But if you're really trying to save your life, you're only talking about the top three. You're you're only talking about Jalen Milrow, Tyler Buckner, and Ty Simpson. Uh, no dis- I, I appreciate you, Dylan Monaghan and Eli Holstein, but my life's on the line. I'm not putting it in, in the hands of a 17-year-old kid. Uh, Eli, Eli Holstein, take the wheel. <laughs> no, I mean, and I don't value my life like too terribly high, but I do want to win this game. I do want to win this game, and I and I, and I think um, I think Jalen Milrow is my pick. Mil- Milrow is my pick because I think that he has the most um, the, the, the the most base level of tools uh, the best base level tools of any of the uh, of any of the three guys as far as athleticism uh, he's he's head and shoulders above everybody else uh he's head and shoulders above ty simpson and uh and tyler Bunner. yes buckner and simpson are, are good athletes i think they 
you know the phrase, sneaky athletic. They're, <laughs> they're grinders. Uh, yeah, just because they're white. No, Ty Simpson can can move. He, he can scoot a little bit. And, Ty, uh, and Tyler Butner can scoot a little bit too. Who cares what color their skin are? They can run. Uh, and so I, I think that they have base level tools also. But, man, if I can call a pass play and Jalen Milrow can just take it, tuck it and run for 12 yards because y'all can't cover it, because y'all because you're in man coverage and all your defensive backs have run off or because you're in zone coverage and you're all staring at the quarterback you can stare at my man Jalen Milrow he's still gonna sneak right through the middle of your defense for six yards a pop five yards a pop yeah your your, your middle linebacker can play that that hook zone and, and you, they can, he can be looking right at Jalen Milrow your, your your nickel corner can be playing that that hook zone right on the edge of the uh, right on the edge right there trying to play that underneath staring right at Jalen Milrow he's still gonna get five six seven yards a pop when he scrambles. And we're talking about, we'll just say, this Alabama Crimson Tide team. We're going to be running the ball. We're going to be running the ball fine. We'll, we'll, for the sake of discussion, all the other 10 players are exactly average. Jalen Milrow gives you all the tools to say, hey, I can drop back and pass. And, you know, if my if the completion started, I mean, his longest run against A&M last year, the game that he started was a total scramble. It was like 48 yards. It was like, man, wait, 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 wait. 48 yard, bam, buster. And then you saw what he did against uh, against Arkansas when it's like, oh my God, the back is against the wall. The Razorbacks are coming back. The Wu-Pig Sueys are yelling loud. We got a backup quarterback in there. What are we going to do? It's third and 12, was it? Third and nine, third and 11, something like that. It was third and long. Milro drops back to pass. 65 yards later, it's first and goal from the three-yard line just for running. So what? I think Ty's a good answer. I think Ty is a good answer. He can. I think he gives you enough running ability to where you still can can make that move and scramble around. I think he has enough passing ability to to, to move the football through the air. But at the very base level, if I'm an idiot and don't know anything about football, don't know anything about calling offense, I think I can get the most out of Jalen Milrow. I think I can get the most out of you know what? Well, I mean, Sapple. You see it in high school fields all the time. The best athlete on the field plays quarterback. Why? Because the coaches can, can, can use those tools, uh, can, can use those tools effectively and get down the field. So my pick is Jalen Milrow. It doesn't matter. You're welcome to jump in, jump in and, and, and give your pick as Ty Simpson or Tyler Buckner. You want to go off the wall and say Dylan Lonigan or, or Eli Holstein. You're welcome to. I think all the guys have tools. But my pick, one game for my life, is going to be Jalen Milrow. Uh, Seb Shire, you, you ready to play? I am ready to play. Uh, and I wish I had a different opinion than you, but I simply don't. I mean, when it comes down to it, I'm a, when it comes down, you know, for your life, I'm just, I can't stop picturing that Arkansas run. Like, you need something to happen? All right, how about a 70-yard rush? Like, you know, and that's where, you know, I've said it before. Milrow doesn't have the best mechanics. He's not the most accurate passer. That being said, I don't know if any of the other quarterbacks are markedly better. I don't know if any of the other guys have uh, markedly better arms than Milrow as much as people like to criticize Milrow's arm. Uh, and that being said, you know, he gives you the by far the best running ability. The other guys can all, they're all mobile. I mean, I don't think any of them are statues, even Lonergan and Holstein. Um, but yeah, Milrow just brings so much to the table that it'd be hard not to at this moment say he's the guy that you know life on the line that's who you want well there's just so much versatility that you can do with Jalen Milrow I know you can run quarterback read option with Ty, with Ty Simpson you can you can stare at the defensive end run the run the running back right in front of your face and read and read the end Ty Simpson can do that 
But if Ty Simpson pulls on that pulls on that defensive end, he's probably going to get you, get you six, seven, eight, nine yards. Probably. I mean, he's a good little athlete. I think so. Jalen Milrow pulls on that quarterback read, and it could be 88 and out the gate. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it, it can be a game-changing play anytime he touches the ball. And the same thing. You want to say, oh, we're going to run speed option. We're going to run triple option. We're going to run any sort of quarterback zone read, any sort of anything, really. We're going to run. We want to play action bootleg. I bet you you play action bootleg Jalen Milrow, roll, roll him out there, have the flood action right in front of his face. He, he can either dump it down to that tight end six yards in front of him, or if they if they want to come up, tuck it and run. I just love that every single time he touches the ball, it could be a touchdown. And exactly, not- that's what when you're saying like game on the line, life on the line, like you know that's the type of guy you want. Obviously, like who cares if it's third and eleven and you're in your own territory and you know you've been locked up on the passing game all the game. He could break a 60-yard touchdown run just as easily, maybe even more easily, honestly. But I mean, we've seen him be able to throw a deep ball. So, so. What, what do we say about the turnovers? Because people talk, like, like to talk about the turnovers. And, yes, uh, in the Texas A&M game, did he have two interceptions on a fumble? I think it was three total turnovers. Uh, I need to go back and, and verify that. But you saw in A-Day, he had a, uh, the end zone throw. Ch- he chucked it up from, from his own end zone and had, a tur- had an interception. Did he have a second one on the A-Day? I don't uh I don't remember if you had a second one. I was only one there for it. the first half, but I saw the you know the back of the end zone chuck, and I just I would not read into that at all. Thank you. I I mean I think people anyone who says that they're concerned after watching that is like he was obviously just in a practice and just airing the ball out. He didn't care if he threw a pick. Like he was just getting rid of it, and he knew that there was no real consequences. I think Coach Haber. I, I think he's really going to uh, with the addition of Tyler Buckner. I think the, a lot of people say, oh, why are you bringing Buckner in? Why are you bringing Buckner in? He's not any better than the other guys. He might be, but, but, but what I think he gives you is he's going to protect the football. And so when Milrow sees Buckner come into, the, come, come into the fold, come into the room, he's like, okay, this is my biggest weakness right here, protecting the football. Yes, you can say his throwing mechanics are his biggest weakness, and you, you'd have an argument. But I think the bigger weakness is just generally protecting the football, whether it's a fumble or whether it's putting it in a bad position. And then the throwing mechanics, the throwing mechanics are a part of why protecting the football is, uh, is one of the problems. But I think you bring in a Tyler Buckner, and it makes him more careful. It give, and it, you know, it makes him probably a little bit more cerebral. Um, and 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 I so so I think that uh, I I think Jalen Milrow, you bring in Buckner, and it's like okay, here's a guy who's going to you know what Jalen, no matter what, he's going to protect the football. And yeah, it may be an offense that's four yards a pop. It may be an offense that ha- we have to be patient with it because Tyler Buckner is not as explosive as you are. But we're going to protect the football and grind teams out and get back to Alabama football phys- out physically, but going marching down the field so there's buckner's kind of benefits right there and i and i think because of those benefits jalen miller is going to say you know what i gotta be just a touch more careful i gotta think things through just a little bit i gotta make sure i have a full grasp of what the offense is doing and not only that a full grasp of what the defense is trying to do to it i think buckner's addition is going to raise milrow's game at in, in, in the mental level it's going to make him a little more careful going to uh cr- drive him to be a little more mature and be and be a, a better leader and, and look I just think it's all about protecting the football. And whoever can protect the football the most while or, while working the offense, 
We'll get the job. That's who's going to win the job because Coach Saban's just looking, begging for somebody to trust right now. And I, I think that's why he's like, "All right, I guess we got to go to the portal and get our get a, get a, get a guy, Tyler Butner." Because I don't know about trusting these guys. All right, let's head out to our, our Derek Daniel State Farm hotline. We'll keep this segment rolling with our friend Philip. Philip, one game for your life, one game for your life, and you get to choose your quarterback. But only your, your choices are out of the five Alabama starting or scholarships. Sorry, the five Alabama scholarship quarterbacks. Who is Philip choosing to save his own life? Well, that's some pressure right there, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Butner. I'm going to go with uh, Butner right now. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah I'll, I'll, All right, that's uh, good. Tell us why. I think he offers some things that um, get overlooked a little bit. I, I believe that – I think he's got really good speed. I mean, he can, mm-hmm. he can roll with the football. Agreed. Um, I think he's got a good enough arm to get the ball to the playmakers. Um, and the thing that I like about him, just watching the limited amount of highlights or whatever you want to call it that I've seen from him, he gets to that line of scrimmage with a purpose. And – when he gets to the line of scrimmage, he's he's um, he's decisive, he's confident, and he's you know definitely in charge. And I think that that's what Coach Saban's looking for. Um, not that the other guys can't be there, but I don't think that they were there enough in the spring game to to really you know make him feel that confident. I think this Butler situation's been in the works for a while. Philip, I actually, I love that observation that you make about about Tyler Butner because I haven't uh, I haven't picked up on that myself, so I, I'll, I'll go back and look through that. I and, and as an observation, getting up to the line and having command of the offense is huge. It's very important because I mean, you know, if you're if your boss or if your leader Philip is more confident and, and and feels like he's got things under control, you probably feel uh, more adept or more confident to do your own job. So I so I think that's a great observation, um, and, and Philip. He maybe goes the opposite way of Jalen Milrow where Buckner is will get it done in the safest fashion and will use his teammates around him. Philip, I love your observations, uh, and, and we'll see what – I mean, like I said, this is all hypothetical for fun. I, th- I think Buckner has a great chance to, t- to earn this job. We now have votes for all three <laughs> guys, Milrow, Simpson, and Buckner. So it, it, or do you feel – if it's not Buckner – Philip, if it's not Buckner, do you feel do you have enough faith in, in Milrow or Simpson? I do, I do, I actually do, and I, I like I like all the guys. Um, but with the with the clock rules now, like uh, I believe now within the inside the last two minutes, if you make a first down, that clock keeps rolling. So all that sort of stuff's going to come into play, and you got to have a guy that has a firm command of pacing. Pacing and quickness and getting to the next play. I cannot tell you. I mean, this is uh, inside baseball, but I cannot tell you how frustrating as a Chicago Bears fan it's been watching my Bears for the last three years get into the line of scrimmage with five, four, three, two. Like, golly, it's important to get up there because you can dictate to the defense. You can you, you you end up getting a better read on the defense. You can dictate what you want to do rather than being reactive. Philip, I think that's an excellent, excellent observation. Well, it's going to be an interesting year, and, and you know, that first game, Fortunately for Alabama, they've got an opening game now. Let me tell you this. I think Middle Tennessee State, people are thinking that's going to be a pushover that don't, you know, really look at, look at all that sort of stuff. 
but Middle Tennessee State's not going to be like play, um, you know, Lehigh or somebody. It's, that's going to be a game. Do you think we'll see all three quarterbacks in that game, or do you think we'll see ha- ha- have some things kind of settled out by then? Uh, well, uh, hopefully, hopefully they will see all three quarterbacks. Hopefully, they don't get into a situation where you know they're screwing around and it's seventeen nine going into the third quarter. Amen to that. I think I, I was just you asking know, more, more so. It's like if Nick Saban wants to see who's going to operate the offense at the best level. Well, I think so, but you know, the, I think the biggest the biggest negative was that darn stupid bowl game we were in that didn't mean anything. We thrashed Kansas State, <laughs> the team that thrashed that beat TCU, who got thrashed by Georgia, and Alabama didn't move up in the polls, and and, um, and you know Kansas State stays at number two. But the, I mean, not Kansas State, but uh, TCU. But the big thing about that game that was aggravating to me was, um, you know, Simpson and Milrow just getting real, real mop-up duty. Yes. When they could have played the balance of that game, and really, it, it would have helped the helped them immensely. Philip, let's, let's take it to two seconds on that because. I love going to the college football playoff. I love get, uh, competing for a playoff position and winning. W- winning is awesome. But like in the Sugar Bowl, you, you, you're just a little bit older than me. The Sugar Bowl is still a prestigious bowl, one that we should. That I'm glad that we won last year. But shouldn't shouldn't we have treated it like the first game of the 2023 season instead of the last game of the 2022? Se- I'm sure. Sure, Bryson will wanted to play. You let him play, but. Don't you? Shouldn't you kind of treat that as a hey? We're kickstarting our next year and seeing what we got under the hood. Oh, I think so. I think they, you know, they wanted to give Bryce that curtain call and that and all that, and, and they did. They got their way on that. And those co- those coaches are going to always get their way. Yeah. But to me, I was looking forward to the game more to watch Milrow and Simpson, you know, slug it out and try to lead the team, and that's what I was looking forward to. I, I was too, Philip, and, and and I'm not Coach Saban. I never will be, and I'm never, never going to be on his level. But if we're ever in that situation in the future, I would love to see. Hey, we're not in the playoff this year. You guys have done real good. You know, honor the seniors through the first and second quarter. But that second, that I know you want to win. You do want to win. You never want to throw a game. But like, it's 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 okay to have a, that bowl game as a little bit of a de- developmental developmental game. Right. Right. Well. You know, I, I I just think that was a missed opportunity. I agree. That, I agree. Um, that that we call that we called on our own, and uh, you know, Bryce playing as deep into the game as he did, that sort of blew my mind. Yeah, I agree. But, and I love Bryce, uh, and know, I love Will too. But but uh, I was at the time with you, fellow, ready to say, I'll, I'm ready for my standing ovation anytime now, Nick. Whenever you want to, <laughs> I'll give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. let's see I the rest I, of the guys. Yeah. <laughs> Same with Will Anderson. Will Anderson played entire. I mean, he played most of the game. Yes, sir. Philip, man, I appreciate the call, and thank you so much for listening and, and, and participating today. You the man. Hey, I sent you some tweets using my alter ego. I work for an uptight agency, so I sent you some tweets a minute ago. Okay, I'll check them out. Uh, my phone's been on, on D&D right now, so I'll, I'll check them out. Thanks, man. Right, yes, sir. That's Philip hanging out with us on the hotline. And you can too on the Derek Daniel State Farm hotline at 205 342 9904. We're running out of time, so we're going to hit our break right here. When we come back, they made an Alabama football announcement uh, like 45 minutes ago. Uh, and so we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about uh, the, the newest news of the day concerning Alabama football on the other side. This is Cup of Joe. This is Midday Madness. And you're listening to the Tide 100.9. 
I can go from zero to 60 way too fast. <laughs> Who knew electric vehicle owners were having so much fun? 20 or 30 years ago, I owned a, a gas sports car, and this car is much quicker. It's a great, fun car to drive. When you put your foot on the accelerator, it just goes. They're fun, they're fast, they're efficient. Visit driveelectricalabama.com to learn how you can start having fun driving an electric vehicle. Sponsored by the Alabama Clean Fuels Coalition, the ABA, and this station. Mark's Mark, downtown Northport for now four years. When you want to dominate the grill today or any day, you'll find the great steaks. You'll find the great entrees. Things that you will not find any other place, including the Double J Milk that's made right here in West Alabama. You'll find it at Mark's Mark. Selma, Alabama since 1978. We celebrate now four years in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Chicken entrees, steak entrees. You'll find the fresh vegetables, the Wonder Roast Chicken. Go see our friends, home of the chicken swirl since 1978. Mark's Mark downtown Northport. Hey, this is Reagan, owner of R&R Cigars, the Cigar Mansion in downtown Tuscaloosa. Located at 2703 6th Street across from the Home 2 Suites. Come down to R&R and see why we're the ultimate cigar and bourbon experience. With over 165 bourbons and five private barrels, our selection of bourbon is unmatched. We have the best cocktails around and our cigar selection is legendary. Our lounge and service are world class. Come and experience the luxury of the mansion and see why it's a world-renowned cigar and spirits destination. Need to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Then subscribe to our YouTube channel for exclusive content on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. We finally have a date. We got a date and a time. Cannot wait for this. Goodness gracious. Alabama, welcome back in to Cup of Joe Midday Madness. Alabama, of course, you all knew. Week number two is taking taking on Texas on Saturday, September 9th for our rematch from last year's game. Oh, my gosh. Last year's game was incredible. Last year's game was so much. 20 to 19, right? Uh, they missed they, they, they missed a field goal at the end, too. They, they would have won them a game. <laughs> left them all sad. Left them all sad. Well, today, ESPN, the worldwide leader. What is it? Entertainment Sports Program Network. Yeah. The worldwide leader. Uh, I made an announcement for, for the Alabama and Texas game. Week number two. So you guys all can make your plans right now. Look, last year they, well, Fox, Fox, you messed up. You messed it up last year. Why? Because of stinking baseball. And I know I've been more more favorable of baseball this year. And I still continue to be more favorable of baseball than I was last year. But you, you, you put Alabama and Texas last year at noon because of some Saturday, Saturday night baseball obligations that you had Fox last year. What the hell? What's wrong with you? Uh, I mean, uh, what's wrong with you? Yes, I know the game still did, did, did well ratings wise because that's just what like. You put two big blue blood brands on television, we're going to watch them. ESPN, 
You're geniuses. This is why you're the worldwide leader. I know a lot of people don't like your political stances, and that's fine. I don't really care about any of that. Anyways, I just give me the sports. That's all. Give me the sports right in my veins. That's all. ESPN, you nailed your sports calendar. Alabama and Texas, Saturday, September 9th, will be held right here in Bryant-Denny Stadium at 6 p.m. Sep Shirey, how, how do you react to that? That sounds absolutely perfect. I mean, perfect, perfect, perfect. And yeah, going back to the last years, that was rough. Absurd. That was that was, that was the weirdest feeling ever. I was like, I mean, losing my mind that you know, like twelve fifteen in the morning. Like, gosh, like ESPN. Like, yeah, as much as you want to criticize them. They nailed the time for this. That is when this game needs to be played, not Big Noon Fox kickoff. Gosh. All right, so uh, while I'm doing it, look up last year's temperature at, in September in, 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 in Alabama, somewhere around. It's going to be 90s. It's going to be hot. And so it's perfect that they did it at 6. Thank you. The sun's going to be going down on my side of town, the lonesome feeling when I come out. No, no, no. The sun's going down at 6 p.m. Right here in, in Tuscaloosa, it's probably going to be like 6, 45 or so. And so you'll have just a little bit of the daylight left. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be so perfect. That, that, that white jersey, the Texas white jersey coming in, it's going to be perfect for television. It's going to look so good on TV. You got to give me Sean. Uh, you got to give me uh, Sean McDonough, Todd Blackledge, that crew on the game. The ESPN Saturday night. Actually, you know what they're probably going to do is give you give us Herb Street, Herb Street and Fowler, and it's probably going to be the ESPN College Game Day uh, game of the week is is what I would assume based off based off of that uh, based off the t- the kickoff time being announced today. But it's perfect. You can wake up if you're from out of town. You still have time to get into town. Or if you want to make a whole big weekend of it, you have party your tail off on Friday night in Tuscaloosa. You can wake up slowly on Saturday. That's the best way to wake up on a Saturday. And then get right into the party around 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon and be right there lubed up for the 6 o'clock t- k- kickoff. No one likes to love an a.m. kickoff. Amen. Even students. Much no. to, some people are like, oh, you know, oh, the students love it. They wake up at 5 and they start drinking. No. 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 As a student who literally just lived all that, no one actually likes it. It's just we play at 11, so and we're students, so we got to, you know, pregame still. But, yeah, I, I just – I'm so happy. Assuming – I am I want to be here for that game, so assuming I'm here and I'm, you know, walking into Bryant-Denny, that they nailed the time. I pulled up the weather, by the way. According to AccuWeather, the historic average in Tuscaloosa for the 10th of September – is the high is 90. Yeah. So 6 p.m. Like, dude, if you'd have put that at 3, if you'd have put that at noon, if you'd have put that at 2, people would, uh, I don't mean to be like hyperbolic, but people would be passing out in Bryant Denny Stadium. People would be passing out. Uh, thank you, Greg Byrne, for the water stations and the cooling stations that are in Bryant Denny Stadium. But more importantly, ESPN, you just helped out 100,000 people. You just helped out really probably 150,000 people, depending on how many people are in uh, Tuscaloosa for that day. But he really did a good thing. Um, It it is going to be a rowdy atmosphere that night. It's going to be a lot of fun. So get ready. September 9th at 6 p.m. Well done, ESPN. Not any of these daggum amateur hour noon kickoffs on Fox anymore. Uh, We're looking forward to, to bringing in the Texas Longhorns. Man, we better be ready. Coach Wim Sanderson has Texas winning that game. One game for our lives, Jalen Milrow will win for us. Jalen Milrow winning for for uh, Sepp Shirey and myself. We had a vote for Ty Simpson. We had a vote for Tyler Buckner. We'll continue to play the game on the game later this afternoon, and we'll get into more topics. I'm getting out of the way right here. We're going to make way for Big Noon Sports, Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, and Christian Miller. 
Seb Shirey playing the beats and, and keeping me on the rails. Thank you so, so much. Follow him on Twitter at Septimus underscore 44, S-E-P-P-I-T-U-M-S underscore 44 for all your comments, questions, queries, and complaints. That's going to do it for Cup of Joe. Big thanks to Derek Daniel and the Lynx for sponsoring the program. Big Noon Sports coming up next right here on Tide 100.9.